You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 508. Apple is the night that says, bing! You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. everyone welcome to welcome to this week's podcast we're so depressed i think it's gonna be a really boring show <laughs> i've not had any fun at all before no i've been sat sat on the skype call listening to guy trying to fix <laughs> everything it's taken a week just about yeah hi guy how are you <laughs> i'm doing fine guess it is it is good to be back it's good to have you back. Not. Um, <laughs> I, I listened to last week's show. Did you? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm yes, glad you I did because you edited it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the, well, the weird thing is when when I edit the show and, and whether I'm actually on the show or not, I don't actually listen all the way through. I'm just looking for the, the, the start points and the end points because there was a couple times you were like, okay, well, we're, I'm leaving a little space here so that Guy can put in his thing from Elisa or something like that. <laughs> and it wasn't until after I had the entire show edited <laughs> and was listening back to it, it was like, huh, uh, yeah, uh. guess I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and then Gaz heard it and... Yeah, it was all right. I didn't mind. I, you know, you were kind enough to edit it, so that was that was fine. I thank you very much, Alex, for coming yeah. on. And we've oh, got that have, was such a great show. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to have him back with uh, both of us because I think he's got a lot of uh, Mac knowledge there, which I'd like to dig yeah. in on just yeah. a little bit more. Really like the after show stuff too. <laughs> yeah yeah some of the after show stuff on today's show won't make it <laughs> just like last week actually pretty much just like every week just like every week yeah there are certain things that that gaz and i talk about that we yeah. just don't put out there because <laughs> yes i am back Yes, you're back from Florida. Flor, Flor, is it Flyroda? Florida. Florida, over there in America. 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 Yeah, I, now, for those for those who, and you who bought are, a Volkswagen, I, I did. I bought one of those fern cars. <laughs> fern, <laughs> fern cars. <laughs> Well, now we've upset the rest of the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. The, oh, there we had like what six left, maybe. I don't, I don't think it was that many, to be honest. <laughs> I think that's a bit optimistic. Yeah, well, I was including you and me. Ah, okay, no, no, you're about right then. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, but now we're just down to two. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, um, for for those who don't know, uh, my wife has a 1972 orange Volkswagen Beetle that can be seen from space, and uh, my younger son is getting ready to graduate, and I, so we were going to need another car because he needs something to get around in locally. And I kind of decided that, uh, well, you know, what would be what would be finer than getting a horse in Carolina? A, a horse in Carolina? No, um, getting another uh, Volkswagen Beetle, a newer one, of course. 
uh, that was also orange. So I have I spent like the last month looking online and various sites, and I finally found one that you know it had to be an automatic transmission because as much as I love stick shifts, the traffic around here is so bad that I just don't want to deal with it. Neither does my wife. Uh, had to be orange. Uh, and uh, relatively low miles, uh, affordable, and it had to be close enough to either me or someone I knew that could go and check it out. So I found one in Florida and close to where my brother Bill lives and uh, a dear friend of mine, Lois, and the two of them went and looked at the car and pretty they went, much. They came back and said, yep, it's orange. Yep, it certainly is orange. It's about <laughs> actually, it's more a coral color. Coral, 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 coral. coral. Okay, See, cor- coral draw. And oh, okay, yeah, we used to be a program for the Mac. So, um, uh, I told my wife that I I had oh, there's this system in Florida that nobody really knows about but me, and so I have to go down to Florida to help the technicians and blah 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 blah, and she bought. The whole ball of wax. Did and she? Yeah, yeah. It's almost a shame that I had to that I had to blow that story on getting her a car. I could have used it for something else, but <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. So I, I fly down to Florida. Uh, my brother Bill picks me up, and uh, we go through all of this rigmarole because I had I had gone to the bank to arrange for financing for the car because I you know I didn't want to just pay out and right, out and right cash on it and you know kill my my cash supply so i get down there well there's a problem though the the car of course is titled in florida uh i had the loan arranged in virginia so how do i get this car with a title that i have to title in a different state if the title is being held by a lien by the bank well it turns out i couldn't so <laughs> I was basically – finally after like two days and I was running out of time because I still had to drive the car back and I wanted to get back by Monday. So finally it was like, all right, look, just check my my personal line of credit and, and see how much I have there. And as it turns out, by a happy coincidence, I had just enough in my personal line of credit to pay cash for the car and completely wipe myself out financially. Yay! So that's basically what I did. I, you know, paid cash for the car, and, had and, the title and, in hand, and Mrs. Guy back at home watching the account suddenly went, uh, "Guy, uh, which club did you go in?" <laughs> Actually, you know, it's weird. Now, now Tracy and I have been married for uh, almost twenty-two years, and from the very beginning, we have always kept our finances separate. She has her own checking account. I have my own checking account savings and, and all the rest of it. Now there are, there is stuff that we, that we have in, you know, joint like the house and, and well, and, and the children, but you know, and things, things that we had something to do with both of us are in both of our names, but our, our cars and, you know, I mean, things like that, we, we've always kept it separate. So uh, one of the things we have never thought about was money. We certainly fought about lots of other things, but but money was never was never one of one of the things that we fought about. So she wouldn't have even known anyway. Anyway, so right. I I get the car, cool. yeah. I drive it up to Virginia, Virginia, and I had to get I had I stopped at this Volkswagen dealership in uh, uh, Richmond because I needed a front license plate because Florida doesn't use one, but but Richmond Virginia does. Yorkshire. No, actually, it's in uh, Virginia. 
At least the one the one that's on this side of the pond is in Virginia. And America. America. So they didn't have one, but they found one at the, the Volkswagen dealership that's relatively close to where I live up here in northern Virginia. So I go there. They put on the license plate. And all I want them to do is inspect the car so that I can get it titled in Virginia. I had to get it inspected and do the emissions control and all that. Well, it failed the emissions control or sorry, it failed the inspection because the the third brake light was out, which I didn't notice while I was down there. And there was one other thing all in all between the brake light and this other thing. And I can't think of what it is now at the top of my head. It ended up costing me like another $700. Yeah. And I was like, really, really? I just bought this car and it's already cost me another $700. Was it in 1973? No, so it was a bit young. Oh no, no, it was it was it it was it was newer than that. Seventy four. Yeah, no, it was it was a two thousand five. <sighs> anyway, so I won't be going back to that de- that dealership, you know. But I I got what well, I wanted out of them. No, which was to get the car titled. Yeah. Anyway, so got it back cool. to her. She was very happy, and now Did her eyes light up. Oh, they and well, when she when she first came outside, I was standing by the car, and it just so happened right as I pulled up, uh, a, a couple of friends of my son Peter had just shown up, and they had just gone inside the house. So I'm standing there with my camera, and I'm filming her as she's walking over the car. She's giving me this look like, "Why are you filming me?" You know, one of these things. And I'm looking at the car and looking at her, and, and she's just got this complete blank expression on her face, like, "Yeah, what?" It's like Dick. The car. And she's like, oh, that's one of Peter's friend's cars. I said, no, that's your car. And my wife has many talents. Uh, Graciously accepting large gifts apparently is not one of them. (laughs) She really didn't know what to say. You know, it it was kind of like, you you bought me a car. I said, yeah. You bought me an orange VW. I said, yeah. She said, I don't know what to say. I said, well, see, there you go. That's one of the talents you need to work on, you know, far to you know, further your your spiritual development or or you know, whatever. Anyway, so that's what I've been up to for the last wow. week or so. Yeah. Wow. No wonder you weren't on last last week's uh, podcast. Well, on Sunday, as you were probably recording a podcast, I was doing about eighty miles an hour uh in the bug. <laughs> driving up from, I think I was probably just getting into Richmond. When If you recorded at 4 o'clock, I was getting into Richmond. Right. Well, I would say we probably did. So, so what have you been up to? Well, um... Did you buy I, your wife a car? Uh, no. Um, okay. I, no. See, I, I, said, I set the bar really, really high for husbands. I, I don't do nice things like that. <laughs> when you give her a nice pat on the head, she's like, oh, a pat on the head. Yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> as good as it gets. Um, I've basically been catching up with what happened at WWDC last uh, Monday. Uh, not sure I've fully caught up yet. Um, I normally record with um, a reaction time with Mike Potter oh, yeah. for, for Mac Eyes Only. Um, but... Work got in the way, and uh, I missed the keynote and the recording for the first time in quite some time. Well, not only that, but they also streamed it live. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I was gu- not gutted, but I was you know a little bit annoyed. But there you go. You know, work pays the bills, yeah. and work actually paid my bills. 
And I was able to buy £100 worth of iTunes vouchers today for £80 because periodically in the UK we get these the £25 um, iTunes vouchers with £5 off. So that's oh, about nice. six, six, that's about 6,000 of your US dollars at the moment, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe. Yeah, yeah it's, so they're 25% off. Uh, 20% off rather, uh, not 25%, 20% off. Um, and so I bought four 25, 25 pounders and, uh, it only cost me 80 pounds. So, yeah. Uh, and when you work out I, the exchange rates, you're only <laughs> getting, you're only getting a little screwed. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. But, um, you know, I, we're always using iTunes and yeah. we're always buying apps and uh, there's always stuff on there. So I thought, well, you know, I've, I've kind of budget for a certain amount of spend each month on iTunes. I thought, well, there's my budget gone for the next, you know, six or seven months, whatever it is. <laughs> but but I've got extra value out of it, so why not? Why yeah. Not? There you go. And I, I always keep – I retweeted it that the, this particular company was doing it, and they, it comes up periodically. So, uh, yeah, do it, people, do it, especially if you think in the future that you're going to be able to possibly tie one account – to one bill payer, then you're going to have to make as much value as you can. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you know, you can take that money that you saved and buy an external drive. Uh, Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay. (laughs) And I need to. I was telling Guy, folks, that um, I've got 27 gigabytes left. In fact, at the moment, it's now gone down to 26. It's because we're doing this recording. Uh, 26 gigabytes left on my hard drive uh, of a 750 gig card drive. (laughs) So I eat. Getting a little tight. If I suddenly disappear from this podcast, it's probably because my hard drive has got. Hello? Gas? Full. Oh. <laughs> oh. Gotcha, I was, gotcha, I was gotcha. going to say, that, that would have been a hell of a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, it would have been too much of a coincidence. <laughs> and also, I've got a cold, because uh, because I missed the keynote. I was actually in a, a, a work-related... Um, Igloo? Off-site. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway, you don't need to know anymore. Let's pop over to my Mac. Recent articles, please. Okay. Uh, the the first one is a, an interview that uh, someone did at mymac.com uh, yep. with the Adobe Photoshop Elements product manager. And that person is... This is Nam Gmo. What's the message? Yeah, we got some new stuff from them. Hey. Uh, next on the uh, mymac.com um, website is Everweb. This is a review by Elisa. Everweb is a drag and drop website builder that appeals to the experienced web designer as well as the occasional user. Create a website from scratch (laughs) or start from a built in template. No coding knowledge or experience is required. Though the more adventurous can add HTML or CSS on individual pages, go over and take a further read of Elisa's article. Yeah, Everweb is, is quite a bit like iWeb, and they kind of that's how they kind of uh, advertise it as like an iWeb replacement. Yeah, uh, in, in, iWeb. Uh, did they know iWeb's been dead for some little while? Yeah, yeah, just just for a little while. Uh, <laughs> in some ways, uh, iWeb was better than Everweb. But in most ways, Everweb is far better than iWeb. 
Well, for example, one of the nice things about Everweb that is, is really useful commercial. Um, um, what was what was the word I was looking for? That that's really useful information for the listeners, guys. In some ways, it's better, and in some ways, it's not. Well, the the thing that it, <laughs> that makes it much better is that you can create your own uh, page templates. So if you want a particular, if you want your site to look a particular way on every single page, you can do that very easily in EverWeb, where in iWeb it was a royal pain in the neck very to true. do so. Yeah, I actually did a series of um, of articles on how to do that in iWeb. Um, and I'm, of course, you know, now that iWeb is dead, there's really no point well, in going back. it's not dead, actually. It's not actually dead, though, is it? If well, you still have iWeb, you, can still, you, use can, it. you yeah. can still use it. Yeah, it's just that it's not going to be updated. So <laughs> Ever. anyway, Ever. Anyway, let's move on to the last, <clears throat> yeah, last, last one article in this week's <laughs> show uh, relating to anything which is on the website. Known as MyMac.com. <laughs> that was bizarre. Uh, that was, take- well, hang on a minute. Yeah. Oh. Website. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo, you need to find one of Steve saying website, yeah, and then so, you can, and then yeah. you can put it all together. <laughs> <laughs> Last up is Tech Fan Number One Sixty Five. Uh, Tim and David discuss WWDC Two Thousand Fourteen and more. Uh, let's see. They also delve into how the announcements and new OSs could have a profound impact on the home console market. All that plus an email from John Nemo sparks a discussion on in-app purchasing and how Android and Windows users are getting shafted, shaft by an open system. Yeah, and I love how he has open in capitals. You yes. know, it's like and for people who don't, you know, that that's one of the things when when people talk about Android, oh, well it's open. Say, well, no, it's it's really not, but okay. You're welcome to believe what you want. Yeah. Uh, Tim is searching. Actually, Tim, both Tim and John are searching for new writers for the, the MyMac.com website. If you have any talent in that direction whatsoever, this is a chance to get in on the ground floor on a website that has been around the Macaverse almost as long as, as really anyone else. Uh, MyMac.com started as an online magazine in 1995 and continues to this very day, which is why, why we do the mymac.com podcast. You betcha. Yeah, you betcha. Thank you, Steve. Um, we got some, I'll take this first one for, for Google plus. Um, okay, you do it. I will. Uh, I posted a link to the, the spam a lot preview video that my son Peter and his friends did, uh, before the, the, you know, they, they did spam a lot as, as part of their, their end of year high school stuff. Uh, the show is now over, so you couldn't see it even if you wanted to, but if you want to get a glimpse of just how great it was, uh, you can check out this video. It's over there in our Google plus my Mac podcast page. Uh, some of the comments that came after I posted it was funny from Andrew Dickinson and, uh, their reaction to the sliding doors. Brilliant. That was from Steve Green. Uh, Guy actually commented that the next version of OS ten should be OS ten YZ. You did. You see? Do you see what I did there? Oh, that was clever. 
That oh. was rigged, you see. And that's for OS ten Yosemite version zero. Um Ali, Alistair Jenks replied, naturally, Zed. <laughs> a Serenek assassin, Steve Sandy, and myself all want to take Tim up on his offer to write for MyMac.com, but only if it pays seventy-five dollars to $150,000 a year, to which Tim most likely thinks, me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on over there at Facebook? Nada. No, nothing. We oh. had an email from um, – uh, do you want to get the soundbite ready? Oh, yes, I'm ready. All right. We had a, a, a sound, uh, well, an email from uh, um, from him. This is Nam Jimo. What's the message? Well, the message, John, is um, it basically he has a Mac Pro Tower that works fine running uh, 10.8.5 Mountain Lion. Mountain Lion. Uh, and he's looked at the following without much success. So he's asking for the brain trust. So I don't know why he's asking us. Yeah, I was going to say. They, <laughs> yeah, John and Dave are over there at the Mac Geek Gab. <laughs> this is the wrong place to ask. <laughs> and he's, what he's asking, so if any of you people um, have got, any of you wise noodles out there have got, any idea of what's going on, then please tell us, because I think we're as probably stuck as John is. He says, when the Mac Pro is sleeping, every so often, one or both of the two attached displays lights up momentarily, then goes dark again. Why is this happening? Should I care? And what else do I need to know or do about it? Um, more important, after the computer goes to sleep, it doesn't wake up properly. Both screens light up but the primary display has only a blank grayness. I need to force power shut down, then power reboot. Do you think I should upgrade to Mavericks or stay at Mountain Lion and troubleshoot first? Are these two matters related or not? What else do you need to know to help me solve them? Thanks, Nemo. So if anybody's got any, any knowledge on this at all, the first thing I would do john though and i'm sure that you already have but my first point of advice would be check the connections i know it sounds stupid but the amount of times that i've had a loose connection and i had to shove it in a bit harder are you talking about the display connections well yeah yeah okay. i am really yeah <laughs> okay just just checking yeah your power connection if 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 that's not working it tends to Go not, off. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not actually work at all. But that gray screen, I, I, I have occasionally seen it on my two screens that I had under Mountain Lion. I've not seen it under Mavericks, though, John. So there could be a little hint there. Perhaps time to move over to Mavericks and give it a, a go. Because um, I've certainly not seen the same problems since i've moved and i did remember that it occasionally happened on mountain line and i'm trying to think what i did to fix it and i think it was basically pretty much what you did with a, a reboot um and that's not good so uh, move over to mavericks and yeah. then then let's go troubleshoot there because mavericks is i mean it's free yeah. And if you've got nothing which is required to run under Mountain Line, I would certainly move over to Mavericks. Well, but you know also what, Jazz? Connect, at, as well. At this point, 
Um, the, the big switch was really between uh, uh, Snow Leopard and Lion. You know, and right. basically, once you moved over to Lion, if all of your apps worked under Lion, they were pretty much going to work under either Mountain Lion or Mavericks. Right. Well, well I looked. I looked. In, I looked into this myself as well, and um, I found that there were some other people that were complaining of similar problems. Uh, one of their suggestions that uh, that seemed to have fixed it for some of them was to reset the SMC or system management controller. And how you do that depends on what type of Mac you have. But for a Mac Pro, uh, shut the Mac down. Uh, your Mac Pro down is normal. Disconnect the power cord and then hold down the power button for five seconds. And then put the power cord back on, restart the Mac and see if that takes care of it. Uh, if the Mac is frozen, you know, as you mentioned here, John, you just hold down the power button for five seconds and, and that'll turn it off. Now, if you're on a portable Mac with a removable battery, you can do the same thing by taking the battery out and disconnecting power after you have safely turned the Mac off. I should put that at the beginning. Uh, hold down the power button for five seconds let it go, put the battery back in, connect up MagSafe, see how it's working. Now, on a portable Mac that you can't remove the power from, it gets a little trickier. Shut it down and uh, connect the, the MagSafe power adapter. Now, with the machine off, hold down Shift, Control, Option, and the power keys all at the same time for five seconds. Release at the same time and restart as normal. And that should reset your system management controller. Wow. So let us know how you get on, John. Yep. And I uh, hope you get it fixed. Um, Alex Fox put out a tweet. <laughs> oh, no, an email. He sent an email to to us. Um, I'd said to him, you know, uh, it was good of him to come on. And he said, so very kind of you both. I will, um, because he received his, his wooty. Uh, he said, so very kind of you both. Uh, he will laminate it and put it with the rest of his achievements. It will go next to the I survived a bad bout of intestinal cramps award. <laughs> and Guy responded, it's astounding how intestinal cramps and being on our podcast is so amazingly similar. <laughs> Uh, now you got this. What is this feedback from Twitter? I don't get well, this. Well, basically, basically, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who this is. Okay. Okay. It's a forty-something hmm, geek. I'm not going to tell you country because that would give it away. But his profile on Twitter actually says forty-something <clears throat> geek. And the reason I'm not giving too much away is because he's not told me I could say this on air. Oh, but okay. He then, go he then goes on to say, but he did tell me personally. But he then goes on to say, or they go on to say. Two-time Wooty recipient. <laughs> is it someone that we've had on relatively recently? Might yeah. be, Governor. Might be. <laughs> okay, I think I know who it is. <laughs> but I won't say his name either. But no, um, good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yep. should I take us out or oh. should you take us out? Or have we actually got some sound bites that you need to play? Uh, let's see. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Yeah. Excellent. Squirrel. Excellent. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> Go ahead. Get us out of here. Okay, everybody. You know what to do because we've told you every week for about 345 years. <laughs> so stand by to stand by, and we will be right back. Well, that hurts. 
Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, The Tech Fan Podcast, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. The Adoptive Sons of Ugandan Headhunters. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. Oh, my, my, my. This has been, you know, I mean, not even counting the the fact that I flew to Florida and bought a car. Apple actually had something going on this week, too. Did they? Yeah, but, you know, I guess it's important. It's their developers conference. Oh, yeah, the the really wide developer conference yeah yeah wheelie wheelie wide wheelie wheelie (laughs) driving (laughs) conference yeah yeah (laughs) yeah well that that's not what steve jobs would have said okay Um, but there's uh, a couple of things that have happened that that have been announced that that kind of struck me as significant um first off and we'll go through this real quick because the first section went so long because that's what we do uh, Apple, uh, actually, I, I, I guess this is, isn't quite right. I put here Apple dumps Google search engine for Bing, but that's not really true. Um, what they have done is they have changed the default, default search engine for Safari and Spotlight. And um, uh, there was another one too. Yeah, but I think, was- I think Spotlight for iOS for Microsoft's Bing. However, now, from what, what I, from what I understand, they still have Google as the default search engine for the iOS Safari browser, which is weird. Right. And they've also added another search engine. You've got on here that Apple dumps Google search engines for Bing with the except ah uh, with the exception. Sorry, I didn't read right. with the exception. Okay, now how long do you think that'll last? Um, to, to, well, now it's due to in in you know how significant is that? That's not really that significant because I think people on the on their machines know quite easily how to set their their sure. home or main web browsing um of choice or well, and that's, of yeah, choice. yeah what, whatever whereas, search engine whereas, it is that you want to use you can do that through the, preferences where, whereas within the ios sphere they probably don't know how to do it quite so much and they're probably being paid quite a lot of money from google to keep it there so um you know i'm well, not quite I, sure you know what i don't think it's a, i don't think it's a question of money um, oh, I know it's, it's got nothing to do with money. Apple, Apple certainly doesn't need the money. Uh, you know, Google need the hits. Um, um, but yeah, well, that's their if, whole business. But if someone's going to come along and say, "We'll pay you this much to make sure it's the uh, you know the search engine of choice," you know, then you you're not going to say no, are you? No, probably not. But, um, but yeah, I, we'll, we'll say I, I think you know that that'll that'll boing around between. Yeah, the two. but now think about this. What was what was the significant thing that Microsoft has recently added to iOS? <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, there seems to be quite a lot of um, 
cooperation between certainly the uh, Cupertino company and the Richmond company at yeah. this point in time. And a lot less than there seemingly is between uh, the Cupertino company and the – are they in San Francisco? Where are Google? Um, yeah, let's just say they are. Yeah, they're near San Francisco. <laughs> somewhere. They're, yeah. they're down here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I can understand that. And perhaps that's just showing a bit of willing to to the folks over at Richmond. It's nice that Apple can repay the favor that Bill Gates did all those years ago. Oh, you're going to start that. <laughs> it's about no, time there it's are there are actually there are actually some parallels though let me fish in. yeah finish, go ahead but not finish finish fishing fishing anyway i think it's about time that apple repaid their debt the 150 million dollars <laughs> that everybody talks about oh my god do you, do you know do, do, did Microsoft still have those shares, do you think? No, they sold them years ago. Yeah. Uh, how stupid do they feel? Well, I mean, they made a hefty profit on it. <laughs> yeah, they probably did. But yeah. Anyway, you've got something else in here, another engine, which I think is uh, more significant, possibly. Yeah, I've actually never heard of this. Uh, they've also added another search engine that you can use called DuckDuckGo. Yeah. What no, is that? Well, basically, it's a... Um, from memory, I thought that DuckDuckGo keeps your privacy, i.e. Oh, okay. okay. When you use DuckDuckGo, it, um, it it doesn't keep any information from you at all. Um, and doesn't it also search anonymously as well? It doesn't track, yeah. It doesn't track you at all. So I think that's that's the key bit with DuckDuckGo. Okay. I, I assume they're going duck, you know, as in not duck quack, but duck. <laughs> but they are using a duck quack as their logo. Anyway. Oh, if I ever needed a duck sound effect, it these, was right now. Listen, folks, these are the most important things that we've pulled out of WWDC. Right? <laughs> you won't. You won't you, You'll find other podcasts going on and on and on about all the other stuff, which seemingly to them is important. No, these are the bits that are important. That's these right. Duck, duck goes logo. That's what's important. Yep. God, clean, wholesome fun. Yeah, that's what duck, duck go is. Um, yep. uh, yeah, and what I found kind of surprising was that that I'm Apple hasn't. Now. Yeah, trying to. How am I doing? Not bad. Not bad? Okay, good. Uh, is that, that Apple hasn't done this sooner. And uh, if you look through the, the uh, documentation that you'll find in iOS and uh, OS ten over at Apple's site, uh, they emphasize when they start talking about search in all the various things that you can do, uh, they emphasize Wikipedia, Bing, Maps, but there is not one word about Google. None at all. Um, the, the second thing that I found very interesting was Steve thinks, Steve thinks, isn't that fantastic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve would have approved this message. Awesome. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> iOS and OS 10 integration <laughs> gets better and better continues with iOS eight and OS 10 Yosemite with a service called handoff. Now, have, do you know anything about this guys? Um, in so much as now let's get, let me get this right. Handoff is when you're, you've got your iOS device and mm -hmm. you're perhaps, 
uh, creating an email or perhaps um, putting a, a pages document or, or some other um, Apple-related article together, i.e. you'd be using numbers or something. I think they're mainly thinking about it from an email perspective. And when you then get close to your Mac, on your Mac, you'll be able to note, it will pick up the fact that you are creating a document and you could then pick up that document on the Mac almost instantly. I. Yeah, that you just started on your on iOS device. That's yeah. right. And it'll, you'll just be able to hand it off. You see what I did there? Yeah, that was that was good. Off from one device to another device by handing it off. <laughs> off hand off. Yeah. Um, this is, I think, very very different than what a lot of people have been saying that that OS ten and iOS were eventually going to merge. And I think that that basically what Apple is doing is instead of creating like a, a mashup of uh, the OS 10 and iOS uh, user interface to look the same everywhere, kind of like what Google and Microsoft does. What they've done instead is uh, Apple has chosen to take common tasks done on both platforms and make them, you know, to steal a page from Adobe's uh, book content aware. So like you were saying, you start an email or a message on one device and finish it on another if you need to. And the thing that that really kind of blows my mind is if you're at your computer, you know, your your phone is somewhere around and you get a phone call. Well, you don't have to go looking for your phone. You don't have to pick up your phone. You don't have to do anything. You can just answer it on either your Mac or your iPad, depending on, you know, which one it is that you're actually currently working on at the time. And from what I understand, there are hooks into both OSs that will let developers write content-aware apps for both platforms. That would be great. Yeah. That, I, th- I think that will be great. And not because a- there, there are times when I'm thinking that I'd like to do um, a passing of one application onto another just to continue it. Because I don't know about you, but very often I'm I'm doing something on the iPad or the iPhone, and then you kind of sit down in front of your Mac and you think, oh, I've now got to just copy and paste that, put it in an email, just send that across. Right. And it would be nice to be able to just pick up um, from where you are on your iOS device on your Mac, which you're sitting in front of. That will be really quite useful. And depending on, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, depending on what kind of hooks they have and how developers use those hooks, if you're working on, say, a, um, uh, what, God, I'm, brain blank, uh, Adobe Photoshop uh, file format. Um, I don't use Adobe. PDX, I don't know. Uh, well, I, uh, I don't, well, whatever that is. I don't use Adobe at all. Um, I, so, I know. Yeah, whoever whoever's listening to this podcast and is sitting there banging their head on their steering wheel going, it's the blah, 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 blah. Format. That happens most weeks. Yeah, yeah. Don't You'd be surprised that. that there's not more car accidents related to this podcast. <laughs> I think we've been getting away with it for too long. <laughs> yeah, G- GM gets sued because people have died. <laughs> we'll be next. We'll be next. Um, <laughs> I don't know where these things come into my head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, if if you're working, say, on editing a photograph and you want to switch that from editing on your iPad over to your Mac, as, as long as both programs understand the same file format, 
then there's probably no reason why you couldn't do so. I mean, but we'll have to. How we'll about have... a PSD document? Yes. Yes. <laughs> PSD. <laughs> the D stands for duh guy. <laughs> okay. Speaking of new stuff, uh, Apple has a new program programming language for OS 10 that they're calling Swift. That's quick. Yeah, it was fast. Uh, they have common functionality between it and Xcode and uh, CloudKit, and Apple is making a push for tighter integration between the two platforms and trying to apparently make it easier for developers to write for both, which means that we should start seeing some of the, uh, the, the better apps on either platform, yeah, maybe, think, maybe getting versions for the other. Yeah, but I think they're, they're also making it a very um – um, fast language. Now, when I talk about fast, I'm, I'm talking about apps. So your apps will be even quicker to react. So there will be no lag because they've got so much code behind them. I think this is a, supposedly from what I heard and what I, the brief a little bit that I saw on it. And I'm not a coder, so I'm put my hands up there. I've got no idea what I'm talking about now. But it does seem that it will be a much cleaner um, code to write in, which should make any of the applications which the developers are writing um, much quicker. Yep, and for the in, for the end user. Right, but this is the this is the difference between how Apple integrates platforms and how Microsoft integrates platforms. Microsoft integrates platforms by making them all look alike. Apple integrates <laughs> platforms by making them work together. <laughs> so, you know, pick your pick your poison. <clears throat> um, well, yeah, actually, talking about working together and something which I've seen that you've not put in the show notes and I think is probably the biggest part was... Oh, well, go ahead. ...was their discussion uh, around creating a... Um, a network where people can obviously... Um, they, they create the the OS where companies who are manufacturing lights, light switches, or any sort of home, oh, okay. home electronic yeah. home device, integration uh, could then tie in their app to the application that uh, they've created so that there is some uniformity. Because you can create a home at the moment which is completely automated, but you basically have to have um, a one device which then clicks into all of these units and it costs an awful lot of money. Whereas this, what you'll get is everyday devices with the ability to be able to talk to your network and then um, your iOS device or probably your Macs as well will be able to talk to them and set your automation off at a click of a finger rather than the, at the moment you either have to be a bit of a geek uh, and go out and do it. Yeah, or, know how to do, or, know, know or, how to code, or get a company in that uh, is going to cost you a lot of money. I think, um, I think that's one of the biggies as well. It is, and you know, it's weird that I didn't put that in there because I wrote a really, really long email to, to Tim and David <laughs> you, you over did, Tech. That's him. right, you did. Yeah, I <laughs> don't know why I didn't have anything about that in here, and and this is kind of you know the whole not so much home automation. Uh, but security, you know, physical security is kind of my forte. So it's odd that I didn't have anything about that in here. Actually, actually, you know what? Let's save that for another show. Okay. Because okay, that, yeah, that's, I think it's a big, I think yeah. it's a real big one. That. Yeah. I think that, well, it, you know, people talk about how Apple, uh, isn't innovative, that they haven't come out with any new products, but just this year alone, we've seen them 
go into in a big way in car audio with CarPlay. We're seeing them go into uh, health services with HealthKit. We're seeing them go into home automation. Uh, what do they call that? Is it HomeKit or is it I called something else? I can't remember what they called it now, actually. Okay. But let, let's call it HomeKit because yeah. I like it. I, I like iHomeKit. Uh, here are three. Oh, and home not that. And what also don't forget about iBeacons. So, yes, you know, yes. so here's yes. four new markets that Apple has like very little presence in that is very much fragmented when, when you look at existing solutions that are there now. And we're only seeing like the, the, the first shots across the bow that Apple is doing. And the weird thing is with, with some of these, you already have other companies that are going, oh, crap, Apple is getting into this. You know, we need to do something right now. You know, so they're all working to get solutions for or better or supposedly better solutions than what Apple has for uh, uh, car audio, for home automation, for uh, health health apps or, or you know, hardware or anything along those lines and also into retail. So these are, these are four areas that I think over the next couple of years, Apple is just going to release a ton of products and you know, but, the, why, but why, but why, and how can they do that guy? I mean, that's a bit of a rhetorical question, really. The reason they can do it is because they have so many iOS devices in people's hands. Yes. And it is a consistent, and you go back to the early message that they had in the keynote, which was, we have far more people on the latest OS than any other system has on its latest OS. So that gives them a consistency and gives the web developer security and peace of mind to know that what he's developing for now and what he develops now will be taken up by so many more people. Or at least a potential for so many people. Yes, yes. And that the the, the controlling devices for a lot of this uh, isn't going to change in six months. That yeah. That for the most part... You can pretty much count on if, if Apple releases a phone or if they release an iPad, that's going to be the basic form factor for at least two to three generations. So, and when you're talking two to three years in tech, that's, that's a long time. It is. It is. Yeah. So anyway. instead of taking a shot, yeah, you know, we can probably spend another half hour two talking hours. about that. Yeah. yeah. So let, let, let's move on from that. Um, dashboard which came out with 10.4 and I used to do actually used to do a segment here on this show for uh, it's not dead, but it's not feeling at all. Well, with the addition of widgets <laughs> to the notification center. So a lot of the stuff, do you, do you think widgets will disappear completely and they'll just leave it in the notification center? Or do I, you think, or do you think widgets will last for a little while longer before it disappears? Uh, actually, I think widgets are probably depending on, cause I, I don't have, well, and when I talk Yosemite. about widgets, I mean I mean the dashboard screen where you actually pick oh, up. Oh no, widgets. dashboard dashboard is I think it's on life support and yeah. notification center Beep. is base has basically Sherlocked it. Beep. 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 <laughs> crash cart, crash cart. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, dashboard for all. Int- uh, when was the last time you used it? Except accidentally when you put your icon up in the far part of a screen. Do you have your setup like that? Well, actually, you know, I, 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 I do occasionally pick in there because there are some great little applications which are useful 
which you just want to go in, have a check and get back out. So notification center is the natural place for them to move. If right. people, because there's a lot of new people coming to the Mac that just don't understand that little icon on the, in the UK store, it's on the, I think it's the F4 button, which is like a, the, uh, uh, like a, um, Oh, a rev counter. Uh, and you know, you just press that and up comes this screen and people would look at that and go, what do I do here? What, what, there's a plus button. What do I do now? But it is a great, you know, those widgets in there can be really good and really useful, but notification center, I think is a natural, probably a more natural place for it to be, uh, certainly for new users. Yeah, I would agree. But, um, dashboard as, as it exists now, I think is, is definitely not long for this world. No, I agree. I agree. Um, something else I thought was kind of interesting is that iCloud is finally becoming iCloud is finally becoming something more people might use by allowing users to store uh, whatever they want instead of just default files like photos and contacts and so on. Yeah. Uh, the the price for the storage is also coming down though. It's still it's still more expensive than like Dropbox and a few of the others. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I didn't think it was. Uh, it's a little bit more expensive. And chances are, once these prices are nailed down, uh, some of the other are cloud you sure services. About that? Are yeah. you sure about that? I'm about as sure as I am of anything. Okay. Right. right. Well, <laughs> what does that tell positive. you right there? <laughs> you, can, you can take that to a bank that doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> but but one, one, one of the. Uh, uh, positives for iCloud will be that with hooks into the OS, it will probably become the easiest of them all to use. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm kind of now hesitating about getting a a new, an extra hard drive for the 27 gigabytes I've only got left. Cause um, I thought it was quite reasonable to be perfectly honest with you, but Hey, Oh, I might be wrong. Um, And, I, I'm just going to put my photos up up on online. Let them look after it. You know, but keep let, a local yeah. backup. Well, and, you certainly can't. Well, where are you going to keep the local backup though? You're still going to have the. Didn't you say you had something like 27 gigs of? Oh, no, no, that's how much storage you had left. <laughs> I've got I've got about 300 gigabytes. Yikes! Yeah. I yeah, I'm not sure how much that. Well, I think the question or the answer that I don't have is. If you put, if you take all of those photos now, can I, and, and can you I just upload go back, those to I, iCloud, it, does that count against the storage that you have uh, bought from Apple? Well, that's that's why I want to find out how much their their bigger plans are. Well, you may because, not need a bigger plan. I, th- I think I will, because with music, you don't have to pay Apple for music storage. Well, we'll see. We'll iCloud. see what comes out. We'll see what comes out in the process. Yeah. A little yeah. bit later, but, but just a, a point for you: Dropbox is nine dollars ninety nine a month for a hundred gigabyte. Yeah, I thought that this was a lot cheap. I thought this was a lot cheaper than that to get up to that sort of size. But I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Oh, I thought it was more than that. Okay, well, anyway, okay. We'll, yeah. we'll come back to that. We'll do our research next time, folks. Rather than keeping yeah. you on the lurch like we've done this week and, oh, probably, yeah. we, and probably every week. We, um, we will so come back to this next week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, 
a little something about now. Uh, we haven't even talked about the the, the the actual look of the OS. It looks very very different. Uh, everything is very flat, kind of like think, with iOS seven. I didn't think it looked that different. I didn't think it was such a big, you know. Well, the, it's it's. It's got a slight different look to it, but I don't. Hey, they're using a different font. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Kaboom. Yeah. Uh, mail, uh, one of the other things that, that they were talked about, uh, mail will actually let you uh, send attachments as big as five gigabytes in a single email. Yeah, like email really should be used for moving f- files around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're much That's better. That's really off just... not going to help people get out of that process, is it? No. And and, and there's or a lot maybe, of maybe they're maybe they're trying to convince Google to do the same. You see, mail may mail out, <laughs> but there are some ISPs that don't, guy. There are some restrictions, so you know. Ah, oh, but but think about the think about how they could do this though. Instead of like you attach uh, a, a five gigabyte file to an email, okay, yep. and then you send that to someone. The only thing they get at the other end is well, the, the actual message and right. then a link to uh, an Apple server where that five gigabyte attachment is actually right, sitting. Where the NSA are having a look at it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I got you. So the ISP only That's sees the true, original folks. message. That's not true, folks, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the NSA won't be looking at it. That we know of. Yeah, well, the Chinese think they are. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Subject. Uh, last bit. Uh, instant hotspot, which lets you Ooh. tether ow. your ow, ow, ow. your ow. iOS data connection to your Mac, assuming that your carrier is on board. Yes, with that's this. an important point. A lot of people thought, ah, Apple are giving us a hotspot. No, no they no, can't. They're making it easier for your phone to set it up as long as you've got that as part of your plan. But I think that's fairly yeah. commonsensical. Yeah. Anyway. Good. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a, overall. It seemed to be a fairly well received WWDC. But were um, you surprised that there was no hardware at all? No, announced? no, no, no. I think I, I, you know, they're definitely taking a different tack now. They're taking their own tact, and there is a different business model there. And WWDC is it should be developers, developers, and right. and you know they don't care about hardware. They, yes, they enjoy using hardware, but these days, you know, what was the main store opening talking about? There was a corner, a bigger corner than normal, where the Mac showed its head, but generally, uh, it's all about iOS. And you know, everybody's got the phone. We've you know, we've recently got iPhone five uh, S out and five C. You know, the next iPhone will be out in September. The, the, the developers More or less, it. sometime in that time frame. You know, you can't say that Apple haven't got the machines at the moment. Apple hasn't got those machines at the moment. <laughs> I said you can't say that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can't say that I haven't got a machine which any developer uh, can pick up and it'll scream for them. You know, they do not have machines now which are slow. It's not a matter of moving onward and upward every six months, eight months, every right. year with a new machine. They've, you know, the Mac Pro. If 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 any yeah. of the oh if any of the developers there have got usage requiring more power than they've got in the Mac Pro, then you know, well, good yeah. luck to them. Good luck to them. Yeah, because you're not on Windows either. If if you've got a computer more <laughs> powerful than a Mac Pro, you're not you're not on uh, OS 10 or Windows. 
You're on something else. Yeah, yeah. You're on you're on hash man. <laughs> or should be. <laughs> anyway, let me get us out of here. Everyone well, I, I, what, what, are we in Shawshank or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're about to be redeemed. It's the Shawshank Redemption. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. At that point, everyone just goes. Yeah. So everyone, please stand by. Yeah, stand by. To stand by. To stand by. And we'll be right back. I'm Elisa Pasali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the three geeky ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the three geeky ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the three geeky ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network. Podcasting means never having to say you're sorry. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, hi, everyone, and welcome to the final section of this week's madness called the MyMac podcast. Have you podcast. lost your mind? <laughs> For five, zero, um, Is it 508? I have to go up and look. Yes, it's 508. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, okay. Well, I've verified. Now, I've got Trust, to say, but verify. I have to say. Alex last week was absolutely superb at doing what I asked. Mm. And what I asked was for him to nod his head. Ah. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Was it mostly clean though? Yes. Ah, excellent. Okay. Right. I've got a pick coming up later which is kind of related to this. However, you can use this tip in lots of different applications on your Mac. I need to say Macintosh then. Um, When you copy something and you then paste it into a particular application, it will often paste with the formatting that you've had from the previous place where you copied the information from however if you press shift let's get this right shift option command and v that will actually match the existing style at the point in which you paste into (laughs) are you messing me about in which you will paste into your document Yes, thanks, guy. That's really useful. <laughs> yeah, I thought you, thought you yeah, might so like it. Shift, uh, Option, Command, and V, and anything that you've copied, normally wordy, what I'm thinking here, uh, that will be pasted with exactly the same formatting that you've got in the, in the insertion point in the document um, where you're pasting it. So I'm just going to nod my head. Ah, 
Oh, I almost wasn't ready. I was. Let me finish. See, the the problem is, I have so much fun just screwing around with yeah. the show notes, especially when Gaz gives a a tip like this. Yeah. It's like, oh damn, he's done. Oh no, and I'm not ready to go with. That's the end of Gaz's tip. <laughs> okay. Dreadful, isn't it? It is. It is. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> Stop it, you. I have an app pick this week, and it makes me angry. It's an angry app tip, and I'll tell you why. Because it's an angry app tip. It's an angry app tip because I'm going to recommend a game that I really like that I spent $25 on that you can pick up. $25 for this damn game that I really like. You can tell by the way I speak of it that you can now get for $0.99. Cents. And it, <laughs> Not that I'm bitter. It's called it's called Flat Out Two. It's by Virtual Programming, and it's it's a car racing is this, game. Is this for the Mac or is this for the? Uh, it's for the Mac. It's for the Mac. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for the Mac. Yeah. Mac. <laughs> no wonder it costs twenty five dollars. I know. <laughs> and then and I didn't realize because I mean when we were getting ready to do the show tonight, I was oh darn it, I haven't picked an app and I wanted to pick something that I hadn't, you know, picked a thousand times before. There's like, Oh, I really like this game. Let me talk about this game. And I needed to go find a link for it. So I, I picked it up. And of course, once you have bought something in either iTunes or the Mac app store, you no longer see how much that app costs. So, um, ah. um, 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 I've come across this before. There is a way. Shift. Anyway, go on, go on. Yeah, go on, shift go on, option go command V. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I, I I found the link online, and when I went to the the splash page for it for the Mac App Store, I looked. It was like, wait a minute, ninety nine cents, ninety nine cents for this game that I spent twenty five dollars for. You know, this was a couple years ago, but still. $25 and now it's 99 cents, but it's, it's actually a very fun game. You're in a car, you're, you're going up against uh, eight virtual opponents though. You know, there is an online uh, bit of this as well, though, after all this time, I don't know if anybody still plays it, uh, but it's, it's still fun even up, even up against the, uh, the computer opponents and you get damage to your car. And if you really mess up and hit something at like 150 miles an hour head on, you go flying out the window which is always kind of a fun thing to watch happen as long as it's not real. So, which is why it's virtual. So, uh, <laughs> check out flat out to car racing game by virtual programming. It's 99 cents at the Mac app store. Go right. and get it. Go and get it. I'm nodding my head. Ah, there they go. That's the wrong one. No, no, that's all the people running to go get flat out two by virtual programming okay. for ninety nine okay. cents. And I'm nodding my head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Wait a minute. That's the end of. Did we already do this? Guy. Guy. Yeah. Guy. Let me finish. Guy. <laughs> right. Are you ready? Yeah. Gaz's tips. Mostly.
Gassy's tips. What are we doing here? Gassy's tip. Okay, so if you click on the application that you've bought and you go to the main page, there is an information panel on the right hand side. In the information panel, it gives you the price of the app. That's the end of What? No. Will you let me finish? No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It never used to. It, it always has. That's why I queried it, because it doesn't in iTunes, but it does in the App Store. Hey, just come, just come and ask your Uncle Gary. He'll help you out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Boy, that makes me so... Now, I'd be interested to see what price it gives you for that app, because I'm sure, it, you know, so it make, doesn't make you feel bad. It should say $25. Well, let me go to the App Store. Anyway, while, while Guy's going to the App Store to have a look, my pick is straightforward pages. Um, this morning, I, I, I oh, have... Oh, crap, the, you're right. It does. <laughs> No, it does. That's, that's why I play. Oh, it Gazzy does. Tip. It does. It doesn't in iTunes, but it does in the App Store. Isn't that what I just said? <laughs> yeah, but I said it so much more eloquently. <laughs> <laughs> or did <Okay>. I? <laughs> oh, tangentially going somewhere where we shouldn't. Yeah. Um, okay, my pick is Pages. Um, I've created some templates for invoice creation, and it I, in my humble opinion pages is so much easier on the mac than word to do this sort of stuff and it you know the way you can move articles around and get your you know your logo in the right place create a consistent document and i pages for me the win all the way so i know it's a bit of a cheat but i've used it recently an awful lot and i kind of go away from pages because I don't need to use it and then I'll come back to it and go away and come back. And I, I was using it this morning and it was just so easy to do it. So there you go. That's my, my pick. And what uh, the heck? It's free. I paid $75 for iWork. Just a f- <laughs> it's free. <laughs> God, why do uh, I buy anything? To make it cheaper for us. Oh, okay, okay. So I should go buy that Ferrari because next week it'll be a dollar ninety nine on the Mac <laughs> App Store. Excellent. Could you? Ah, uh, we have a people's pick, Gaz. Yeah. From, from Eric Diaz. Good old Eric. He really likes the oh, new Weather job. Channel app, which apparently is free. I don't, know, I don't know how old he is, but he's good, good old. Good, he, good Eric. Just like good old Charlie Brown. And he likes the new Weather Channel app, which is free, even though I paid $6,532.95 for it. Never. You, you were done. <laughs> it was just sky and a quarter. He said it was a bargain. <laughs> anyway, it's newly refreshed to iOS 7. Thank goodness, just in time for iOS 8. So <laughs> please rush over and get the Weather Channel app. It's it's iOS 7 yummy. Yumminess. <laughs> Yumminess. Yes. Oh, and Ooh. um Ooh. Oh darn it. Go ahead. What what? You were gonna oh. say something oh okay. I wasn't I wasn't gonna say anything. Okay, good. Because Facebook was coming up. Yeah. 
and we got a new person on there. But apparently you. somebody dropped us as well because it's still 142. <laughs> That's a nice number, though. I like that number. Yeah. And we have a, we had a new person at the uh, G Plus page, too. We did. Yeah. Good old Mr. Fox. And we're not talking about Michael J. Oh. Yeah. Well, he it should. Wasn't that, it wasn't that old so-and-so Alex, was it? It was. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Gaz, with all, with all of these various ways to get a hold of us. What various ways? Well, there's, um, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> AOL, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, people, if they really wanted to, could phone us, and we have a, a very clever number, which you could use through Skype. <laughs> Would you like to give them that number? I'll, I'll give them that number. And if you spell it out, it spells Confucius. It's outside of the U.S., the number one. It doesn't just spell Confucius. It spells Confucius. He say, man with wooden leg, never stamp out fire. That's right. And even though there's not enough numbers in it to say that, that's exactly what it says. It's, <laughs> it's the, the number one outside of the U.S., <clears throat> Area code 703-436-450 with a Z, 1. That's right. And? And? <laughs> no, no, not end. Oh, and. <laughs> and. Uh, we would really, really appreciate it if you would do uh, an iTunes review. And uh, if you do 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 do. <laughs> And I do 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 da da da, da. <laughs> stupid it's Skype all I delay. Want to say to you. <laughs> you, <laughs> you do an iTunes review. Oh dear, sorry. Uh, you will receive something that Alex Fox just received last week that he's putting yes. right next uh, right next to his in, intestinal fortitude award. I actually, sent, I actually sent it to Alistair. Oh, did you? Yes. Well, that, he must be very confused and wondered why you changed his name. <laughs> I, did I send one? Have I sent one to Alistair? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm, I sent it to Alistair by mistake, but then I corrected my mistake and forwarded it to Alex. Ah, you? excellent. Excellent. But oh, if you dear. do an iTunes review not based on this particular podcast <laughs> and let us know that you or, have done or any one. of the previous 200. <laughs> Yeah, it, it base it on two eighty four and base down. it on base it on hope, <laughs> hope, hope and courage. <laughs> yeah. If you send us, if you base do, it on the, base it on the fact that you've been listening to this bloody show for so long. <laughs> you deserve to write something about it somewhere, yeah. and get it, and get an award for doing so. <laughs> so, uh, just let me know in in ways that we'll tell you here in a second, and uh, and just like uh, Alistair and Alex Fox and so many other wonderful, wonderful people, you will receive a woody. What is a woody? You may say, yeah, it's a leather thong. <laughs> it is, yes, that I hand make myself. Which, wow. Okay. <laughs> so if you, if you actually write a review and you want to let me know, you can send me information related to that to 
Guy, G-U-Y, at MyMac.com. And Gaz, I have <laughs> I have a Twitter. I have a Twitter uh, account. Do you? I do. And do you really? I do. I do do you. It's Twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> Ow! Now, Gaz, if these same people who wrote a review and wanted a Woody accidentally sent it to you, where were they accidentally sent it to? They'd <laughs> <laughs> accidentally send it to Gaz at MyMac.com. G-A-Z. Zed. At M-A-Y. M-A-Y? Why? That's not right. <laughs> Maymac. <laughs> Oh, mymac.com. Also, I'm on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can also contact us on twitter.com, guy and gaz, G-U-Y. One. A-N-D. G-A-Z. Also, feedback at mymac.com. And we've already given you the Skype number. We're not going to give it again. That's right. 703-436-9501. We, we're not going to do that. No. And, you know, based on everything that has happened over the last hour and a half, <laughs> roughly hour and a half that we started recording this show, I would say without without question, that, and, and this is sad, actually, that this mm. is the best show. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. That we've ever done. And that we're good enough. We're not. No, not not quite smart enough. You're kidding me. <laughs> well, I, that's what it's, it's what's written here. You know, I say this every week. And <laughs> doggone it, people like us. Liar. <laughs> no safari. Ndufu. Wiki hill. Wiki. Ni. Ni. Uma. Why? Why? Be no, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll start again. <laughs> Ya Biashari Kama Kawadi Da Kawada Kawada Go ahead. I can't do the next one. Tuna Sikitika Tuna Sikitika Now Tuna J Kawamba Kawamba Wimi Wee 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 Matumani Adulu Will you stop interrupting me? Sorry. Mojo. I'm leaving that at Mojo. Waiakua Mabali Kama Harakai is a Wasakinu. Wee wee. And please, God. Please. For the love of God, end this show. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and three geeky ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when I chose Swahili and I saw what it had written, I was like, yeah, that's it. (laughs) 
that's gotta be it. And when I saw Wee Wee, it was like, oh, <laughs> perfect. And how the hell do you do you pronounce M M O J A? It's either like a cow, Mamoja, or it's or Mamoja, Mamoja. Kawa, mapali kama haraka. She got to say that. No, what and what the hell is that last word? Iwizikanai. No, wait, wait. I had to say it in the same voice too. Iwizikanavio. Oh. And if it was a robot, you right at the very end, the robot would just go, you know what? I give up. Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, can you turn it down just a little more? Blimey, if I turn it down anymore, <laughs> you want me to turn myself off, don't you? No, no, no. I'm telling you. I'm looking at output from you. Hang on a minute. And I'm, I, oh, that's better. That's better. It, well, it's not red anymore. I, well, that's crazy because I've just turned it up. Uh, I don't know. Let's just let's do a show. <laughs> now, Steve would like to get to the main event. Yeah, that, and that would be us actually doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you betcha. Yeah, you betcha. They require a lot of horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I also isolated this one. Oh, almost. It's not. It's not quite isolated enough. It was not supposed to have G men on. Is that is that it? Yep, that's good. Have we got a delay between me and you? Probably. No, we haven't. Then I'll count a number. I'll give a number. You send the next one. Okay. Three thousand six hundred forty-two. Three thousand six hundred forty-three. You really thought I was going to fall for that, didn't you? <laughs> thing is, there's no delay between us, but there's a delay when you hear um, my soundboard. Delay, delay. I don't know. What the hell do and- I know? <laughs> Being a genius certainly has its advantages. <laughs> A genius. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, I know. All I know is by the time I got done. Well, back to the old drawing board. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm saying they're not so stupid. <laughs> well, I don't know how I could have doubted you. <laughs> We've never done that before. Have we? No, no, we haven't. <laughs> Probably won't do it again. <laughs> well, every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, 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 I think we finally got it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>